family, I'm so happy to announce the launch of my brand new premium podcast. It's called Ideas That Matter Plus. This is an exciting new development that we've been working on for some time. This after seeing a lot of you request coming through saying thank you for what we've done and wanting more. Ideas That Matter Plus is a more targeted podcast that focuses on business strategies and more high-level thinking to help highly ambitious entrepreneurs, SMEs, business owners and founders, even the CEOs of big business. It only costs 450 Rand per month and will be coming in, but I mean coming in hot. So, subscribe now to Ideas That Matter Plus, now available on Spotify or Apple Podcast Store. Sayonara. Hello, Vosi. This is Daniel Owen, actually Daniel Jim Owen from Uganda. Well, I've been following most of your podcasts, especially the one for um, internal internal stories and the recent one you put of Submarine. Well, I love that one for Submarine, whereby you were like, we, we start before we start. Keep going. I love your podcasts. It's time to take your seat at the table. Find out how with Vosi Tembeguayo as we discuss ideas that matter. A catalyst for bold action. Hello, family, and welcome to another episode of the VT Podcast. And here we talk about ideas that matter. Thank you so much to my brother all the way from Uganda. One of my favorite countries. I say that about every country, don't I? But I, I genuinely, honestly, legitimately love Uganda. No, no, no. Let me be a bit um, uh, naughty, if I may. So, true story, quick question. Ladies, right, which country has women with, as the Nigerians would say, the best nyash? Is it South Africa? Is it Uganda? Or... And I know it's not a country, but it might as well be one. Is it Atlanta in the U.S.? Because let me tell you, I've seen Portia on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And listen, Portia, I know that you're married now. I don't know why, because I'm still out here waiting for you, baby. So somebody out here better reach out to Portia and tell her that she's busy there. She's busy, busy. Tell her there's a guy here who's dangerous. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, I, I... I'm, I must tell you guys up front, like, I have never partied as hard as I partied in the streets of Kampala. I love Uganda. It's just, I feel like Uganda needs to run an advert that says something like this. What happens in Vegas was learned in Kampala. That's what you guys need to do. Trust me on this. Take this as a message. Send it out to your marketing authority and tell them Vusi Tembogari has come up with a campaign that's going to draw the whole world to Uganda, Kampala. And of course, as you land in Kampala, isn't it? You land in Entebbe Airport, which is surrounded by water. It's just the most gorgeous sight. And now they've built the... The metro, which is the mega highway connecting Entebbe to Kampala. So you don't even have to drive through what was that quite grimy part of town, frankly. You've got this beautiful metro running off the back. Just gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. But yeah, those party nights? Mm. Oh man, those were the good days. Thank you so much, my brother, for those very, very kind words. And of course, all of that was said completely in jest. 
family. First, let me say thank you to all of you for having been with us over the past three quarters of this year. It's hard to believe that we're in September now, isn't it? But we are. We're in September, which basically means that the next year is less than four months away. Download that. 2023 is less than 120 days away. It's just an incredible thought, if you think about it that way. Secondly, I don't know about you, but I feel like the year 2022, certainly for me, was the year of recalibration, the year of editing, and the year of reconfiguration. So it was almost as if I had to just really make sure that long before I fire the missile, I was pointing it at the right target. And and we all came out of 2020 and 2021 firing missiles in all sorts of directions. This was the year of just like holding back and going, hold on, what are we doing and does it still make sense? And so for us, we launched the VT Club 100, phenomenal platform. If you haven't joined it, I don't know why, but go to vtclub100.com. We separated the learning as well as the accelerator part of our, of our business from the investment and asset management part of the business. So we're very happy to start taking these news to marketplace. We've developed different brands around each of these, and the team will share this information with you when the time is right. I started making investments in several other sectors, including real estate, particularly in the the Middle East, as well as energy, hydrocarbon, because I do believe that even though we will move to renewables, I think that there's a long runway still for hydrocarbon energy. So the point I'm making is this, what a phenomenal year 2022 has been. And it's not even over yet. It's not even over yet. So the question for you is, have you had the 2022 of your dreams? And if the answer to this is no, what is it exactly that you're going to do about it? You have 90 days, three months, to close off this year on a high. What are you going to do? Second, the quality of your first quarter and second quarter of 2023 is going to be based on the things that you do now. So take some advice from me, if I would be so bold. Start working now on the things you need to be achieving between first quarter and second quarter next year. Do not wait for next year for you to be caught with your hands down. Start working on it at exactly this moment. And then third, if you've not had a great year this year, don't worry, take a fiver. When I was in competitive combat sports and martial arts, we learned this, this, this expression about in boxing, they call it taking the account. In, in, uh, in martial arts, in, in kumite, we used to call it taking a fiver. But the point is that you, in boxing specifically, go down on one knee and you allow yourself to catch breath for the next eight counts. It just gives you space and time. So if you've not had the year of your dreams, take the eight count and come back into this final quarter of this year, ready, revved up, and ready and willing, finally, to make this year the best year of your life. So, what is it this week then that we shall cover? What shall we get into? Where are you guys at? And how can we continue to amplify and add value to you and to your businesses, your lives, 
your personal and spiritual wealth, as well as your relationship health. How can we continue here at the VT Club 100, where we talk about ideas that matter, to add value to you and your life? This week, then, I wanted to talk a bit about the speed of trust. The speed of trust. Recognize something. People say trust is earned. And that is true. The question becomes, how do you earn it fast? The reason you want to earn trust really quickly is because trust is currency. When you are trusted and believable, people will give you resources because your ability, as it is perceived, is perceived higher sometimes than your capability. So how do you build and how do you increase your speed of trust? First, how do you develop trust? And second, how do you amplify the speed at which that trust is developed? Now, there are elements of building trust, of course, that are age-old, and we'll come to those in a minute. But when it comes to amplifying or accelerating the speech at which trust is earned, there, you have to do things a little bit differently. See, if you want to be trusted, then the formula goes something like this. You have to be credible. And if you want to be credible, it means you've got to deliver on expectations people had in the past. The second is you've got to be believable. And for you to be believable, it means you've got to demonstrate that you've got the capacity to do or execute the thing that you're talking about. So this is the age-old formula for trust. Credible and believable. What then if you want to accelerate the speed at which you earn that trust? Today's world is geared towards those of us who want to accelerate the speed at which we earn trust. It's geared at this because we live in an era today where each and every single one of us has a loud hailer in our pockets. We call it the phone. And with that loud hailer, you have access through the World Wide Web to every human being alive everywhere in all of God's green earth. Which means then you can reach people anywhere where they are if you're not reaching the right people are you saying the right things building speed of trust is about being an expert or perceived as such at a single thing slashers by design can't be experts you're a slasher if you are a, a photographer slash artist slash portrait person slash graphic designer slash copywriter slash website developer by design you are not an expert you might be very good at each of these disciplines but you will never be perceived as an expert at a single thing so therefore, to become an expert is currency in a world where people are generic. 
You've got to be careful, though, because you don't want to become an expert at something old. You want to become an expert at something new and emerging. If you are an expert in taking film, taken on those old 90s cameras, and converting that film into actual photographs, you're an expert at a skill set that nobody needs anymore. So you've got to figure out not only what it is to be an expert on today, but more importantly, what the world needs to be an expert on 10 years from now. And that's how you start your journey towards accelerating the speed of trust. Three things for you to remember. First, all experts know something that other people don't. That's the virtue of being an expert, right? I think it was in Shakespeare's Twelfth Night where the jest was talking to, was it Lady Olivia? I can't remember. And the jest at the very beginning of the movie makes the particular reference about, um, I'm gone, sir, and anon, sir, I'll be with you again. Right? If you remember that movie, you remember that the, um, that the, was it the jest? It wasn't the jest. It was the other fellow who was arrested in Shakespeare's play. He was arrested and cast in a prison. It's called Twelfth Night. Go and read it. But this particular fellow is arrested and cast in a prison right? And he's in this prison protesting his innocence. And they cast him in this prison because he's, they said he's a madman. But he's in this prison protesting his innocence. Now, here's the thing. There has never been a person in prison who says they're guilty. Being in prison and protesting your innocence is kind of what is expected. So, whilst this particular fellow is in the prison protesting his innocence, the jest walks past him, singing the song. I'm gone, sir, and anon, sir, I'll be with you again. Then he hears this yell, Fool! Who in love with the old wrath you need to sustain? Fool, I say! Who with dagger of lath in his rage and his wrath? Fool! Cries are hell to the devil, like a mad lad. Fool over here! And then the jest turns and says, Who calls, huh? And, of course, the fellow says, Fool, the jest says. Master Malvolio, how fell you besides your five wits? Of course, Master Malvolio protests his innocence. He says, I'm not crazy. They threw me in this prison by complete mistake. And what does the jest say? Who remembers? The jest says, nay, I'll never believe a madman until I see his brains. Then he says to Master Malvolio, I, I will get thee light paper and ink. Please can I get a round of applause for the fact that I know the whole scene and I know the characters and I know. <laughs> Twelfth Night, you've got to follow it. You've got to read it. You've, you've just... You go and even watch it. There's a couple of movies that have been made about it. Now, why am I telling you this? See, the plot is that Master Malvolio gets cast in prison because he's been accused, right, of being crazy. He protests his innocence. Like an expert protesting their expertiseism without third-party reference, it's expected. Of course you're going to say you're the best at what you do. It's not what you say you're the best at what you do. It's what others say you're the best 
at. When the jest says, Nay, I'll never believe a madman till I see his brains. Similar to being perceived then as an expert is not only do you have to profess your expertiseism, not only must you get others to profess your expertiseism, you need to have sound, tested, credible, real living examples of your expertiseism made manifest. So, how do you increase the speed at which you earn? trust. First, you be an expert. And you're an expert by knowing something other people don't in a field that is of interest. Second, not only are you an expert, you get other people who can confirm that you are an expert. Reference points, third-party affirmations of your knowledge base. Third, most critical. Find examples, actual live data points that prove that you are an expert, that show the value of your expertiseism, and that amplify the value that your expertiseism adds to the ecosystem that you operate in. These three elements are the three elements that help you accelerate the speed at which you're building trust. Why did I want to talk about the speed of trust today? It's been weighing heavy on me for a while, but about three weeks ago, one of you guys who listens to the VT podcast sent an inbox on one of my social medias. And the person said something like this. The young lady said, I'm an avid follower of the VT podcast. I've been a doctor for X amount of time, but... Not only have I been a doctor, I've now started to work in a private practice and I've noticed that I'm not getting the same amount of love in private practice as I was working as a doctor in other people's practices or in the public sector. The question she was asking was, how can I increase the amount of love I get from my marketplace? Simply said, how can I accelerate the speed at which people trust my ability to do my job. There is an important caveat to this, a bit of social sciences. And, you know, we here at the VT Podcast are many things, but certainly blind to the facts of the world is not one of them. This particular young lady is black, African, and of African descent. She's an immigrant living in a European country. And as she puts it in that little inbox, she is one of a number of a handful of people that look like her in her city that work in that city. So, it's not her fault. And frankly, it's not even the fault of the people with whom she lives. But they don't have a social reference point of somebody looking like her being an expert at what she's an expert in. So what did I say to her? I said, first, make available information that nobody else has about your craft and industry, displaying that you're an expert, and share it freely. Second, find people with whom you've worked who can confirm that you're an expert and let them tell people that you're an expert. And third, show examples of how your expertiseism has added value to other clients. She works, by the way, in cosmetic surgery. Once you understand the science of building trust, once you understand 
that there is a science to increasing the speed at which you build trust? Building trust, my friends, is a lot more fun than you might imagine. So, friends, family, that's our podcast for this week. And I do hope you've enjoyed it. We're very excited to hear from you. So please make sure that you send us all the notes, whether it's video, audio, texts, feedback about what you enjoy about the podcast and give us some ideas of some of the things you'd like us to talk about in future podcasts as well. Make sure, of course, to subscribe to the podcast. We're now at over 1.5 million plays of our podcast, which is for us a phenomenal, phenomenal growth curve. It's incredible to think that the past two and a half years, there or thereabout, and I can't even believe it's been that long, but the past two and a half years have led us to reaching so many of you in so many different parts of the world. You want to find out all about me? Go to vusitembeguayo.com and all the information is there. Friends and family, from me, Vusi Tembeguayo, and our partners here at Sound and Sounds, sayonara. We hope that you've drawn valuable lessons from this week's podcast. To partner with us, visit mygrowthfund.co.za or email info at mygrowthfund.co.za.